0: Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where we specialize in perpetuating and promoting the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We thank you for joining us, and we are sure to be blessed today with our guest, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, Mr. Darren Payne, Minister Darren Payne, and Minister Mark Wright. Music music with a mission. We're so glad to be with you today. I'm Greg Thomas, your host, and today we've got in our studio some very good friends, long-time friends. I met these gentlemen when I was 13. Okay. Is that right? I thought it was, was younger. Little younger okay. Uh, yeah. So we've known each other for <laughs> a long, <laughs> yes. long, time. We haven't been together oh, yeah. like this in probably 20 years or so, yes. uh, but we thank God for the privilege. Darren, so glad to be with you. So glad to see you again. We connected in Alabama, I think, uh, a year or two ago. And uh, and then the Lord brought us full circle again. It's wonderful to be here. And then, of course, our good friend and brother, Brother Mark, yes. who I, I've always looked up to, you only because you were taller. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> Primarily yes. because you were taller. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we met at the Grace Bible and, Church yes. in Passaic, New Jersey, like in nineteen. Eighty-one, I believe yes, it was. It was about that. I was a freshman in high school. Okay, so if it was eighty-one,
1: then that time frame, that age, is probably accurate. Okay. Yes. I
0: think we're giving away our age. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but Amen. That's all right with me. Russell. And it's our days right. are in His hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so glad to have you. We we've sang together. We've wept together. We've ministered together. And then we went our separate ways. Life happened. Yes. And, uh, and, of course, we're all serving in various areas of ministry now. You're in
2: Midland Park, New Midland Jersey, Park, Park, and, New Jersey. Jersey. And,
0: Persake. and Persake, New Jersey. Yes. Darren is way
1: down in. I am in Decatur, Georgia, at Beulah Missionary Baptist Church. Yes.
0: Under a, the leadership of Pastor Jerry D. Black, awesome. Now Mark's yes. pastoring
2: now. Yes, Grace Fellowship Church, Grace Fellowship Church in Midland Park, and then of and course, then assistant pastor at Grace Bible Class Church wow. in Passaic. Wow. He's
0: busy. So yeah, very busy. <laughs> and it's a yes. wonderful, wonderful thing. Let let's talk. Let's talk for a little while because I think uh, the history here is incredible. I, I, I'm excited uh, about uh, uh, about reviewing it, but then of course excited about talking about where. You guys are today, and looking at where the Lord has, has brought us, uh, and what He's brought us through, and what He's brought us from, uh, and where we are now, and where He's taken us. Because it seems like all of us are in a in a somewhat of a transition. We're all yes. moving to somewhere in ministry, exactly. and 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 in the Lord. And uh, so, we want to talk a little bit about uh, about that. And then, of course, as it is our custom, we always get our guests to sing on music with a mission. So, uh, <laughs> and we'll talk about. Uh, the last time we did that together, okay. which, my goodness, was a uh, wow. long, long, long time, long time yes. ago. <laughs> wow. And so we thank God for that. So we will get to uh, that uh, in a little bit. Darren, we we connected in in 81 for the first time. I think you were in the choir at Grace when I got there. Uh, you started at Grace. Is that right?
1: I was born and raised at Grace Bible and Passaic. And I remember when you came into the church, we were without a musician after David Cole no longer played at the church. Right. Yes. And when you came in, you had this enormous gift for yes. playing the keyboard, the piano specifically. And I would sit and watch you and I'd be like, Oh my God, he's not even reading music. <laughs> and there was just this zeal about you even at that early age. And, and I would just sit there and watch you and you'd, teach us parts and like he really knows what he's doing and it really piqued my interest in you know this whole thing about learning parts and learning how music is developed Mm -hmm. at that level Mm -hmm. prior to that I really just was kind of like somebody that sat in the background and just watched and from time to time they'd say sing this song and I'd sing the song but you know I was I was a scaredy cat if you will I, I just was content to hang around in the background. But you kind of gave me the incentive to, you know, step it up a little bit.
3: Hmm.
0: But you come from a family of musical people, in that I know when I when when I arrived, I think everybody in your family was in the choir. Your mom, your sister, your your aunts, their husbands, their uncle,
3: everybody was a family
2: affair.
1: It really (laughs) was a family affair. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with Mark, his sisters uh, in particular, Georgette and Donna sang in one of the choirs that David put together. That's right. uh, Which was the Young Adult Choir.
2: I I was also in it. Oh, and Mark was too. Okay. I don't
1: recall you being in that choir. (laughs)
2: Yes, you were young. (laughs) I'm 10 years older than you. Uh, But nonetheless, that
1: sound was a sound that we hadn't heard anywhere else. And it was amazing to be a part of that. Again, from just sitting in the background watching. So I had the blessing of being under these... uh, various choirs and groups that were doing this new gospel sound mm. that uh just kind of really took me by surprise and mm-hmm. ultimately gave me the spiritual incentive to try because
0: I really didn't have that before. Mm. It's so amazing you you described it as uh, new gospel sound yes. and and at that time it was new. Mm-hmm. And today it's considered Traditional or old? Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, at, at least to some groups, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm finding when new believers come to the Lord and they're not familiar with Christian or gospel music, the old stuff is new. Is new, new to them. them. You yes. know, I, 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 I so recall. I tell the story a lot. Uh, when I when I arrived here about eleven years ago, uh, I taught our youth choir. In fact, all the youth young adults, mm-hmm. all the songs that our young adult choir sang were songs that were older than them. And they didn't realize it. I mean, I'm talking twenty, twenty-five yeah. years old. You know these songs. In fact, Jesse was in that choir, and 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 they sang these songs, and it was totally new to them. And I didn't, so I didn't feel like yeah. it was, you know, uh, uh, an old sound. Um, but then you've got this new flavor were, of yes. contemporary Christian or, or gospel music that's here today, which, uh, which fortunately has maintained i think a lot of the gospel has maintained some of its integrity in that it still has some traditional overtones yeah. um but it has moved in a way that uh i think causes the the uh traditional believer if i can say that yeah. uh to bump and bump grind can i say that yes. you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite accurate gotcha. you know yeah. it is and there seems to be very little substance exactly. it doesn't provoke you to righteousness it doesn't provoke no. you to a place where uh you know god is actually yeah. ministering to my heart and pulling me away from the life that i used to know uh yeah. if, if that makes sense right. um but I but I appreciate it. I, pre- yes. I appreciate the, the the new flavor. If it's you will. playing
2: more to the emotions. exactly, of the and not the spirit yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, but uh, even though you know, in His Word it tells us that whichever way that is preached, and you know, out of content or any which way, as mm-hmm. long as it's being preached, mm-hmm. and you know, you may get a little message out of it. Right. right. But. Uh, we want a little more substance, <laughs> <laughs> you know. We do want a little yeah, more substance. Yeah.
0: Now, now you come from a family of singers. I mean, your mom yes. was in the choir.
2: You, yeah, oh, well, she she right? did some. Yeah, uh, many years not, ago, okay. she did some singing, but not really. But choir. I know your sisters. Were My there. sisters, Your sisters oh. were like all yes. in the choir. And uh, and yes. then,
0: now I got to go here because your brother,
2: yeah, your older brother, younger oh. brother, which one? The
0: now
1: which one? Now help me. Larry Larry. Is the rapper.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now but I'm before go- that, my cousin Mike was with Sugar, Mike, Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar, and now, right. so now yes. I got
0: to go there. Yes. Right. I got to go to yes.
2: <laughs> And I did that in the 70s as well. Yeah. All right, now, tell
0: yes. our listeners, because I got a lot of, we, we have a lot of young listeners who, who don't okay. know the Sugar Hill Gang. Now, tell us about the Sugar Hill Gang.
2: Well, the Sugar Hill Gang was a... Uh, rap group that uh, went mainstream for the first time, it was 1978 when they uh, came out with Rapper's Delay. Of course, rap music been out for a lot further than, uh, right. longer than that, but they were the first one to get on a major label and bring it to the forefront. Right. Uh, it was a group that was made up of a few different groups. You know, uh, one was Sound on Sound, which I was a part of. Sound on Sound and, production. And, <laughs> <laughs> and out of that group, Mike went. Uh, another group from Hackensack, New Jersey, Phase 2, yeah, uh, then uh, Casanova Fly yeah. with Big Bang Hank. And they got together. Uh, Joey Robinson, who was Sylvia Robinson from uh, Mickey and Sylvia days and uh, all platinum records, they uh, called us together. And this is how it started in that summer of 78.
0: Mark, I got give me a little
2: bit of Sugar Hill Games. Just give me, you know, that that smash okay. hit. Is it. Yeah. Hop the hip it to the hip it to the hip hip hop it don't stop the rock to the bang bang boogie the boogie to the, boogie to the boogie. oh my yeah. goodness it's been so long <laughs> since I did it you know it's been so long it's, since it's I did it it's called but you t-tons. know if I did my stuff then you would oh differently <laughs> yeah. but it has been a while but you know you know Skiddley Bebop Wee Rock Scooby yeah. Doo you know and it all that huge. stuff yes yes, yes it was huge and then the big line that I think a lot of people remember when Mike said uh with a chicken that tastes like wood, yeah. <laughs> was he talking he, about that Passaic
3: chicken? That was the question. The, the church that chicken. That was the question. It wasn't mama's.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, yeah. I tried
0: to explain Sugar Hill Gang to some of our young people at one point, yes. and it, it, it was went went over it head. just went totally over a lot of the heads. Um, but I, I do want to encourage our listeners. If yes. you've never heard, now I'm getting ready to do something that I never do, and that's encourage. <laughs> believers to go back and listen to non-believers music if you yes. if you will but uh and i don't mean non-believers i mean that the music yes, didn't glorify was. god it wasn't you know it yes. wasn't lifting uh lifting up the name of jesus but uh it it had a vibe there yes. that uh that i know that church i because i've heard that that cd the cd excuse me it was uh, an yeah, album yeah. then yeah. disco yes. 45 that uh, <laughs> that disc that huge yeah. Uh, oh, vinyl big one. Yes. yeah <laughs> played in the basement of churches. It was so popular. It's amazing. It's amazing. amazing. But Greg, if I may,
1: one of the things that we learned as we watched rap take this meteoric rise Mm. is that the rap artists of then had a story to tell. That's right. Yeah. And all of the music that engages in rap today is not like that, what what we're talking about from the 70s. Mike's music was, you know, it was timeless, but it has also yes. had a message right. that spoke to the
2: people and it did get their attention. And it was a feel good message mm-hmm. where today uh it's glorifying uh things that are well the flesh. Yes, of all, the flesh. All the flesh. Yeah. You know, be it uh be it sexual, be it drugs, be it uh whatever it may be, but there was a message to it beforehand. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let me ask you unlike today. We've had on the program um Holy hip hop artists. Yes. Yes. Now I know that's like an oxymoron, but, uh, we've had holy hip hop artists on, on the program before. What, what's your opinion, Mark, um, Christian rap
2: or holy hip hop as it's called. I do not have a problem with it at all. As long as it has a message Mm -hmm. and that it's, uh, speaking, giving Christ the glory, you know, uh, God said, this is my son who I am well pleased. Mm-hmm. He should have preeminence. As long as he's being glorified, as long as it's preaching uh, salvation, mm-hmm. which is death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. He shed his blood for us. If, it's, if that's within, I have not a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Even talking of life experiences, because you'll hear maybe a little bit later my story of what I used to be mm-hmm. and what I used to do and what God has transformed me you know from one took me from one place to another that's right. you know and not only that uh something that we fail to understand sometimes in in this walk is that there's going to be time, hard times sure. difficult times but see those are the times that you grow you know and that's why tribulation work of patience and patience experience experience hope yeah. and I'll talk about that a little bit later <laughs> but I'll let you do your show <laughs>
0: <laughs> Darren you, yeah. you're a singer you're more of a singer obviously more of a singer than 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 a rapper you've never yes. been a rapper from what I understand never but, but what? there was one show in particular where I had to deliver a couple of lines via rap and I yeah. hesitated
1: to do it uh-huh. but that's another story go ahead okay. <laughs> you, you never told me
0: about that yeah. either <laughs> but what's your take what's your opinion about holy hip hop or Christian rap
1: well you know my teens are the ones that helped me to come around with that mm-hmm. uh I, I I did not want to be a rigid dad. So, you know, they were the ones that I would hear them listening to primarily Christian music that was rap style. And when I say Christian, I mean contemporary Christian music that had a rap flair to it. And so I learned to listen before I made a judgment. And that allowed me to not... Uh, discouraged them from listening to what they were hearing that potentially was getting to their hearts. Mm. Uh, I, I cannot recall the song, Greg, I wish I had, I had done some research here, but there was one song in particular that my son Timerson was listening to and I'll never forget it. He was 15 years old and it was a Christian contemporary song and it had rap to it. And of course I'm like, why are you listening to that? But he made me listen to the words and this young man was discussing or, or rapping about his conversion experience mm-hmm. and how real Christ became to him after having been involved with drugs and how he could have taken his life, but Jesus did it instead. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus wow. died for him, yeah. so he didn't have to die. And, and and the the power behind that message made me change my mind thoroughly. So I learned to listen. You yeah. know, we listen to learn, and, and, and as a result, we never know what we'll hear. Sure, sure. So it really just gave me the ability to be more open-minded.
0: Yeah. We talk about this music from the 70s yeah. now. now, and I need to just put this disclaimer out there. You know, in the 70s, I was not even a teenager yet. Yes. So, because uh, you guys make me sound old, and well, I'm yeah, not. not I, you but know, don't get it started. You know, <laughs> know. Let, let, let's get it clear. Mark's older than Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was born in the fifties. The <laughs> <So> last year,
0: <laughs> so we we were just toddlers. We we were just yes. involved in this whole right. music thing, and it was just all consuming in a sense. Yes. My my brother was a was a DJ. Yeah, and so a lot of times I would have to I would go with him and just carry the case, you know, the milk yes. crate. Remember the milk crate right. mm-hmm. with all the, well, right. the all with the albums. LPs in them. They yes. yes. it would be filled with LPs, and I would just carry the LPs yeah. to the sites and you know help them set up, and then I'd be out of there in, in most cases. But there were a couple occasions when I you know I had to. Stay around because it was just too far away to to, to, to make my journey home. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that a little yeah. later too about being in certain places and then the Lord pulling us out. Yes. We'll be right back. God is incredible. God is with you. God
4: is
5: aware of your struggle.
4: God is
0: ready to forgive. God
4: is powerful.
0: God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God
5: is willing to help. God
1: is and always will
4: be. God
5: is able to protect God
4: is good. God is power to change. God is God is
5: Jesus. God is here. God is the one who loves you God. is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is.
6: TSC Music Radio. Where God is.
1: This is Carter Conland from Times Square Church.
6: I'd like to speak for a moment today to those who feel that you have hardly any strength left. You're listening to this radio broadcast and wondering how does this man know my situation? Well, I don't personally know it, but I'll know that God does. And what if He suddenly came to you as He did to a people in the last book of the New Testament and said, "I know you only have a little strength, but I've set before you an open door." into something of strength and victory that you can't even begin to imagine. If you'll go through that door, I will keep you from the fear, from the trial, from the overwhelming sense of lostness that can come to those who really don't know the strength of God. Now, the way to get through this door is to begin to pray. And prayer is simply talking with God the same way that I am talking to you right now. It is time to
0: pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
2: That's nycprayer.org.
0: And we're back. Music with a Mission. In the studio with us, Minister Darren Payne, Minister Mark Wright. We're so glad to have these old friends, young, old Old young friends with us today we're still young. in the yeah. studio. Before the break, we were talking about uh, holy hip hop and the vibe behind it. It's, it's, it's almost like any art, uh, it's got to be saying something uh, for us uh, as believers to appreciate it. Uh, uh, it's got to be speaking to the heart, it's got to be glorifying the Father uh, ultimately. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, it's got to edify the body. Um, uh, and I think, uh, and like you, Mark, I don't have a problem with Christian hip hop. I think there's a place for everything as much as, as as well as there is a time uh, for everything. There's some churches, you just won't see the holy hip hop Mm -hmm. scene on their platforms or in their pulpits and et cetera, but that doesn't make it ineffective. It makes it more effective in its element. You know, I've seen it on street corners. I've seen it at youth rallies and things of that nature. And it's extreme. It's more effective than me going in and singing Amazing Grace. Yes. In some cases. And I think we have to be uh, flexible and, uh, and understand the fact that, you know what, everybody didn't grow up with Amazing Grace and uh, at the cross and, right. and some of the other hymns and other songs that we're so familiar with. But if, if, if the, like you said, if the gospel of Jesus Christ is being preached and it's penetrating the hearts of men and women, boys and girls, and ultimately leading to a life of change, then somewhere in us we have to embrace this. I often say that we haven't heard a single recording of what music sounds like in heaven. Amen. You know, mm. So who's to say even what yes. we're doing yes. is? Uh, it's a <laughs> great expectation right. for me. me. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. You know, yes. You know? All right. Before the break, we were talking about our music experience with yeah. holy hip hop or or Christian rap, uh, as it is, and we uh, uh, alluded to the fact that you know we can embrace different styles of music provided it's saying something. It's yes. got to be saying something. It's got to be about the message. And that mm-hmm. message has to glorify yeah. Christ. It's, it's got to speak of his life, death, uh, r- burial, mm-hmm. resurrection, resurrection, and second coming. I yes. mean, that is the gospel yes. of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we yes. can embrace the different styles yes. as long as it's saying something. You know, it's it's kind of like the preacher who hoops, you know, and yes. just preaches in key and, uh, nah, yeah. nah, you know, and that's fine. If you're saying something, something. You're that's saying right, something. A great <laughs> right. You can key up, but yeah, you t- gotta t- be, home, what? you right. gotta be, gotta be saying yes. something. Mark, tell us about your story. Give us your
2: story real quick. Well, man, I'll give you a story that, uh, of conviction. Um, you said you talked about 1981 you're coming to the church I Had uh recently had gotten married and uh, had a daughter at that time uh I was uh doing drugs doing other things I I, I say it like this I used to pop masculine like they were skittles mm. uh, a lot of people didn't know i would be in church high okay uh cocaine I you know and my daughter was less than a year, and I said, I got to stop this. But it was hard. Mm. I came to church in Versailles, Uh Grace Bible, where we all met, and a song was sung. Esther Wheeler sung it. It was change. And from that day on, I did not touch another drug. Mm. And that was 1981. And that's where he brought me from. I'm going to tell you, and I'm not turning back. Mm, amen. You know, I just thank God for that. Since then, I've since I be, got into the ministry, I lost my home. I lost almost everything I own. I have a wife that stayed with me. Through the ups and downs, my father passed away around that same time. And this is just before me getting into ministry, but I knew Satan was trying to get to me. Mm. But you know, what? like I said, I'm not, I was not going to turn back and I knew the Lord had me. So I didn't have, I didn't, I don't worry. I don't worry because, uh, like Paul says, I know when I am weak, then am I strong, you know, so I don't worry. And that's where He's brought me from, and that's why I will never turn back. Mm. And that's why, till the day I die, I will preach this message.
4: He washed away all my.
0: was the song changed written and recorded originally by Walter Hawkins the late Walter Hawkins Mm. and that was the Times Square Church uh, adult praise choir ministering uh, in that particular rendition you just heard we thank God for it Mark thanks for sharing Uh, that's a song that it's got teeth yes it's uh, been around for a long time and um, no, we still do it as yeah. if it, we just learned it yesterday. Here, we <laughs> really just love it because there's, and that's Indeed. and that's one of those songs you cannot sing unless you've truly been changed Amen. because Amen. It, because you've got to Amen. say Amen. this thing over and that's over right. and that, over yes, again, yes, and you've got and to be you've real. You've got to be walking Ooh, in it in order Ooh, yeah. for it to be believable for the listener to actually believe that you have, in fact. Uh, been changed. You've got to be walking in something, having come through something and not in our own strength, No, but as uh, the Lord has brought us out uh, in his strength. Darren, everybody's got a story. I've got a story. What was your story? Oh gosh, how much time do I have? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: So from the perspective of you coming to the church, I want to go back to that, right? Because when we met, you and I did not get to know each other as friends and there were so many things that was going on in my life that you had no clue about. Mm-hmm. And that being, uh, I lived uh, in a very abusive home that yielded uh, physical abuse and uh, a lot of verbal abuse. And there was a lot of drug abuse and just abuse. You know, I put the capital A-B-U-S-E, abuse. Yeah. And that was my history in those teen years. And when I would go into the church, the church was always a safe place. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the wherewithal to know that I had to praise him through my storms. Then I just knew that it was a safe place to hang out. I knew that when the music was going, that there was a certain thing that would happen to me in my gut. Mm. And at times I'd be moved to tears. And I didn't understand what those tears meant, but it was obviously someplace in me that was identifying to the message in the music. But the, fact that there was so much abuse made me very shy and withdrawn and so singing was a way in which I learned to come out of that shell. You know, uh, when we first met on the uh, marching band path and I oh, saw yeah. you in the band <laughs> playing
0: the drums, I'm like, oh wow, that's the guy from church, <laughs> And well, you got to say that again, because a lot of people don't believe I was drum major of uh, the yes, John F. F. Kennedy High Kennedy School High. marching He band. played
1: for Kennedy High, and he was playing <laughs> those drums, and he was playing them away. And I said, oh, my God, he can play the drums, too, because <laughs> you were playing wow. the piano at the church. Right. But, yeah, you yeah. know, those that those years being in marching band was a blessing to me because music was an outlet for me. It was mm. always an outlet. And I didn't know that I was just— Uh, naturally running towards that because it was giving me an outlet that I needed a positive outlet. And so I found myself, you know, more and more involved in, in singing. And as a result left the band and playing music and just exclusively began to sing and learn this instrument, my Mm -hmm. voice. So with learning how to sing, I did not gravitate towards gospel music, which is what I think I missed out by working with you I should have continued that path, but Mm -hmm. there was a call on my life from the world that made me think I was going to be the next Luther Vandross. Mm -hmm. And so that's where my path took me, uh, following that path to become the next Luther Vandross, doing a lot of worldly contemporary uh, R&B music that I thought was a pop feel that could cross over. I did a lot of shows here in the city of New York uh, in various clubs and things of that nature. Uh, When I wasn't in school, because I also like to go to school and and being a student at Widen University, whenever I got the chance on the weekend, I would do a show here and there. So that's basically what happened as a result of uh, various things happening that caused me to stray away from music, including alcohol and drugs. I found myself in a predicament of where it was time to surrender. And that was a direct result of uh, some major change, me trying to do geographical changes, leaving this metropolitan area and moving to Atlanta for the first time, looking for change, looking for change because I was out of control. Mm. And and at that time, church was not a part of my life. In fact, I ran from the church like it was a plague. Mm. And the more I ran from God, the more he did what he needed to do to get my attention and to remind me that he was still present. And so as a result, I came back to New Jersey. After, and I say as a result of being extremely hard-headed. Came back to New Jersey, and I found myself back in college again, which is where I met my wife. And God began to turn my life around to some degree. And I say to some degree because I wasn't willing to go again where he was leading me. Mm. And so in getting married and starting a family and seeing God bless our family and buying homes and cars and the things and just that upward mobility that comes in your 20s and your 30s, you know, there was a lot that I took for granted. And the most important thing that I took for granted was Christ.
3: Hmm.
1: And so he has a way of getting his man, Greg. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> through many dangers, toys and snares yes. I have already come mm-hmm. through, right? And so with this thing about being stubborn and hard-headed, not willing to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. God had to work on me personally and that began with loss. It first began with not being able to work and the career that I had become accustomed to, I no longer could work in because of my back and so I had to stop working. I was in pain every day for two years until I committed to having surgery on my back After the surgery, I could not walk for 14 months, and I had to learn how to walk again. During that time, I was extremely angry. I was angry at life. I was angry at God, and I was angry at me. But God had a way of comforting me, and it was through music primarily because I wasn't able to go to church. I spent so much time at home, it was like the walls were coming in on me. And while I would listen to things like TBN and and Christian radio, you know, it it was going in one ear and out the other because mm-hmm. I was just so angry, and because of that anger, I began to separate from God, from people, from my family, from everyone. I was just living an isolated lifestyle, and you know that's the devil's playground. Sure. sure. And so, with that, more loss came. Uh, there were marital problems between my wife and I, which ultimately ended in divorce. As of uh, last month, I'm divorced, mm-hmm. and so. Throughout the course of all this loss, God had a way of getting me to my knees and not just for a brief moment, but on a regular basis. There were many tears that were cried. There was many emotional and mental and physical pains that I had to go through and feel. But by God's grace, the sun started to shine again. And it all started with a verse in the book of Job. Though he slay me, Yet, yet. Yet will I trust him? (laughs) And I had to find myself saying, Lord, I don't like where I'm at. I don't like the fact that you put me here, but I trust you, Lord. Mm. I trust you. And with that came real surrender in my gut, in my core. And as a result, I seen God put things together that were broken in me. As far as my relationships and things like that outside, They're basically the same today, but the difference is today, I'm changed by God's grace. You know, there's there's an excitement that happens when my eyes open and I realize that I get another day to hang out with God and find out just how awesome he's going to prove himself to me. He was already awesome yesterday, so just what do you have in store today, Lord? And that's how the day begins, and that's the blessing. I can tell you a whole lot more, but again, you didn't tell me how long to talk. <laughs> I don't mind talking. I'm yeah. extremely transparent,
0: <laughs> you know. But the main yeah.
1: thing I want to get across
0: is I love the Lord today. Yeah. He heard my cry. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Changed not by our own power no. uh, and our own might, but yes. but He changed us. Yes. You know, changed our lives complete, yes. as the song says. Yes. And yes. now yeah. I'm free. We'll be right back.
5: Not because I've been so faithful Not because In junior high school students ages 12 to 14, junior high ministry takes place every Sunday in room 316 at 10 a.m. Come worship God, get into his word, and let him take you to a higher level. And high school students, there's a small group especially for you in the education annex on the second floor at 4 p.m. Study God's word, build new friendships, and openly share and discuss life issues with your peers. For updates and details, visit our website, tscnyc.org. TSC, music radio, where God is.
0: And we're back, and again in the studio with us, Minister Darren Payne, Minister Mark Wright, good old friends of mine, and uh, it's a joy to be with you guys today and hearing things that I had not known in the 20, 30 years we've known each other, or, or plus, and uh, and we've all got a story, you know. I can. You, you said something that struck me, Darren, um, in your uh, testimony, and and that is that you, while you were in the church, you had a path that was called, or oh, the world rather was calling yes. you to another path, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you pursued that, and uh, and all of us have <laughs> something in common, and that is that that musical element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a song that we can pull. You know that uh, reminds us of of the faithfulness of God and where we ought yeah. to be in Him. Because uh, I can remember having stayed in the church and still was disconnected. Mm. You know, if you remember when I came to Grace, you you not get me to say, "Boo." Uh, you know, my thing. Hey, I came yes. alive when I was That's on the true. piano yes. teaching, but outside of that, I mean, people would always say, "You don't talk after yes. rehearsal. Yes. You don't talk to anybody in there." Uh, because I just didn't. Yes. Because I was shy. I was yes. painfully shy until i was in that element and and i don't know why it why it is that the lord uh fixed it so that uh i would get a release if you will uh when i was sitting at the piano but i knew songs had to be taught we had to learn them <laughs> we had to minister them on sunday and and so that's where the energy came that's where the strength came and he would just kind of give me exactly and, and he does that today he does, he does that for all of us he gives us what we need when we need it and we don't even realize uh, half the time that it's him giving it to us or in fact that it's him we need you know but when he finally does that and we like you said we live that life of being in need and having him fill the needs yes, we start yes, to realize yes, that this is not in or of my own strength um but it's his strength it's his yes. power it's his it's his bringing us out you know uh, being in the church and and not having the church in me was my story, you know, because yes. I was there from, I remember age, th- I, you know, I remember it so well because yes. the day of my high school gradu I mean, my grammar school graduation was 1981. I remember yes. so clearly that summer is when the late Reverend Weldon Mac Williams of yes. the Grace Chapel Baptist yes. Church in Patterson came Patterson. to me one Sunday morning after I, I had filled in for them. He came to me and said, you know, there's, there's a church in Passaic friend of mine who, who has a need. And, uh, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm 13. What yeah. kind of need <laughs> am yes. I going to meet? He said the church in Passaic has a need and I'd uh, like you to consider, uh, helping them out for a little while. Yes. That's what he said for a little <laughs> while. And, uh, and so I agreed, I was being obedient to my pastor, of course, and my mom who was faithful and yes. still there yes. in that same church in That's that right. same choir and yes. that, same seat, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> took me to Grace Bible. Never forget it. And we started fostering. She started fostering fellowships and relationships and finding out how I could get back and forth to Persaic without her because she wasn't leaving yes. Grace. Uh, she made that very clear. Grace Chapel, that right. is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and long story short, I started coming and started helping out, and and a uh, little while turned into seven years because I was <laughs> 20. twenty. I was almost twenty one when I left right. there. Uh, but wow. I remember being there. I remember being warned uh, by a couple of people in the church: "Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know." And they were looking out for me. Yes. But I was young, yes. and I was in the church, and and uh, and I'm not making that making yes. an excuse for stupidity because you know it's not illegal to be stupid, you know, and I no, was it's stupid. Not at all. <laughs> Did some stupid things, and uh, became a, a a dad at at 20, and yes. didn't realize it until 20 21 and a half. You know, I was sitting on the organ. On yes. uh, Sunday morning, yes, when I met my son, so it was pretty bizarre, well, yes. uh, to say the wow. least. And so, and we were I wasn't all there. In town then. You weren't there. You were gone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but Mark was there. Yes, <laughs> I the world was sad. trying to find was my there. Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it was a wake-up call. And uh, it was shortly after that when I and I had already felt the Lord bringing me to to the end of my tenure, if you will, there, Mm -hmm. and moving me on to some other things. And uh, but that's it was just before then that I had gotten real with God. I just said, you know what, God, there's got to be more because remember we were. You know, we had the I had the GLT ensemble yes, in the group yes. and Metro was that Music was right. starting yes. and all those other things were happening. Right. And we were traveling and we were singing and we were on the brink of recording and McDonald's Gospel Fest were there yes, and all of this right, other right. stuff that's and right. things were really, really happening. But but God would never give us the final. He would never, never. allow us, like, to win no. the gospel fest. He would never, you know, we would get all, we get would there. go through all the, yes. the finals and the pre's and all that yes. other stuff, and we'd get there. It we'd is. get to Carnegie yes. Hall, and then he would yes, shut, shut the, the thing down. down. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And it never dawned that. on me, God, why would you take us through all of this? And we, and you know, in our hearts, we yes. felt that we were the better choir, we that's felt right. that we were the mm-hmm. better band. Mm-hmm. And God would just shut it down, no. you know. No. And I realized it for myself yes. that the reason He did that because it is because He knew what we yes. would become no. had we become the winners. That's, that's right, right. And He mm. would just shut Amen. that all down. He yes. would just shut every winning yes. opportunity down. He would shut down the recording opportunities, yes. and I just couldn't figure it out. But I remember on a Tuesday night, years ago, I was sitting at the Bible Way Church, uh, and I'll just leave it at that because there's a lot of Bible Ways. I don't want to disclose which one. (laughs) (laughs) But I was sitting at one of them in the metropolitan area (laughs) on a Tuesday night, and uh, this bishop was preaching. He was preaching. He was saying something Yeah, I'm glad to say. But I was, I was so in my own world. I was in uniform because yeah. remember I, by that time I had joined the sheriff's department. Okay, and yes. I'm in uniform on a Tuesday night and I'm playing and he's preaching and I'm saying, God, there's got to be more to this. Because yeah. I would leave church and then go to work at 11 o'clock in the mm-hmm. evening and get off at 3 p.m. the next afternoon. So I would do a 16-hour shift at wow. the department and then go home, sleep for three hours and get up and go back to rehearsal or midweek service and do it all over again. And so social mm. life was out of the window. Forget it. You know, I had a yeah. dog that I wouldn't feed because the dog didn't know me. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was yeah. it was so bad that that, that one Tuesday night i would never forget it. I'll never forget getting up off the organ that night and yeah. walking out of that church and saying, God, I, I hear you now. I mm-hmm. hear you. Yeah, I, yes. I've messed up Click. enough. I've run enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've played this game enough. And now I see what you're calling me to. And when I walked out of there, and again, this is not an indictment on that church, but I've never been back to that place to this day when I walked out of there. And got so weird with God. I mean, I went home and just laid on the flight. I didn't even go to work that night. In Mm. fact, a couple days later, I lost that job because I wasn't coming to work on time. I was so committed, in a sense, in my own heart. And I didn't know what I was committing to. I just knew God wanted more More for me. me. And that what I was doing could not possibly be honoring him because because i was singing one thing and doing another
2: mm -hmm.
0: we were all doing it you know friday night all day saturday all day sunday and then monday didn't have a job Uh, yeah monday were spiritually ignorant just as ignorant as we were when we started on friday night and so i had to walk out of that and when i did uh, i tell you the lord when you say changed and set free oh my thank you absolutely changed and absolutely set free to where uh uh the friends you 've heard the phrase you know, oh, the yeah. friends you you know the people you, you used, used to, to call to friends that aren 't yeah. the friends anymore, and the places you used to go you don 't go, go anymore talk don't talk anymore. when he changed me, I lost a lot of friends yes. Yes. I, I walked away oh, from yes. the groups, I walked away from the community choirs, I walked away from the churches, and I was just like lord yes. it's just you and I, so you right. you 've got to yes. speak because i 've given up everything <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and he was speaking he was so speaking, and he filled every single void every void and today here we are 30 years later or so ah that's scary you know
1: i have to chime in (laughs) greg i i I so identify with that because at the height of you know my my great married life that i talked about you know with the disability and everything and the demise of my relationship the first thing i did was leave the church Mm. again Mm -hmm. and at that time you know i had been uh, licensed in the church i wasn 't ordained, but I was mm-hmm. licensed, right. and so you know I was getting introduced to this whole style and and learning this thing of you know being in ministry right. Right. which I realized God had been calling me to all along, but I just mm. didn 't have the wherewithal yes. to listen mm. and so when I finally listened and I heard and I got active, then all these things happened, and as a result, I left this very thing that I knew I finally needed to be doing and 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 it was like, God, what do I do now? you know but I did what I thought I was supposed to do. But in retrospect, that wasn't what I was supposed to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew I was finally where I needed to be, but I didn't have the ability to stay.
0: Mm.
1: And ultimately, what that allowed was there was some more growing pains yeah. that needed to take place. But that thing of you know leaving everything that you know, and then it's like, okay, God, now what do I do? Right, right. And the answer is, we trust Him.
0: Trust yes,
1: we trust in the Lord with all our heart. And lean not unto our own understanding. In yes. all our ways acknowledge, and acknowledge him and he direct. will direct our path.
2: Yes. We don't yes. have to know the direction yes. all the time,
1: yes. but he does work it out. Absolutely. He does work it out.
2: What I find is that uh God works with emptiness. Yeah. And you have to come complete full circle. And when you were talking and saying how you felt, you had to leave everything. You had to leave your friends, leave this, leave that. What he wants from us is what happened to Paul on Damascus Road. Mm-hmm. He did an absolute right. surrender. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He he had to turn completely around that day. He said, Lord, what will you have me to do? And that's what he tells each and every one of us to do at one point or other. Sometimes we listen. Sometimes we don't. But I thank God for uh, him allowing me to surrender to him because— uh, to say I enjoy the beatdowns, I don't. Oh, really? <laughs> you know? Who do right. you know? But I'm thankful for the beatdowns right, right. and for going down. Like Paul said, I've been up, I've been down, right, right. but I could do all things through Christ right. with strength it's me. We got to talk about music yeah. real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. it's music with a mission, you know. Yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna hum a melody to you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Actually, I'm gonna sing a few lines. Cool. I appreciate. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, da, 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 da. you're giving me the strength I need by showing me how much you really care oh
1: yes every time I see your smile it's you that I
6: appreciate
0: I think it's worth rewriting
6: mm. yeah it's so interesting you did that because yeah. God has already yeah. given me the new lyric. Right, there you go. <laughs> yes.
2: G O T. Gotta be. No, that, no, was, that, that was, it? was a studio. That was a studio. Okay. Wow.
0: A, uh, Can I tell the story?
2: Yeah, please.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> God bless you, my brother. <laughs> wow. That song, I. Uh, that Okay, what that song signifies is how happily married I was. Because mm. I wrote that song for my wife. Yeah. Mm. Because I was in love with her so much. She had given me these beautiful children. And we had this wonderful life together. And I didn't know how to express that. So I wrote the song, I Appreciate. Mm -hmm. And I had this melody and I had these lyrics that came about. And I called Greg up and I said, Greg, man, I got this song and I need you to hear it. I need you to hear it. And to my surprise, he said, well, come on over. And it was the office in Patterson. Come on over and let me hear it. And yeah. I knew he was busy, and I'm thinking, he doesn't have time to work with me. He's too busy. And he heard the lyric, because I don't have the gift of yeah. writing the music, yeah. but I do have the gift of com- coming up with a pretty decent melody. <laughs> yeah. So he listened to the melody, and to my surprise, he sat there at the piano, and he started to play. And, and, and the music came together like night and day wow. at first, but then it came together as sunlight during the course of the day.
2: Yeah.
1: Am I right? That's right. And I said, Greg, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I said, we got to record this. We got to record this. So I went to the studio you introduced me to, Hillside Hillside in in, in England. England. And I I booked the studio and everything. And I said, Greg. And Greg went into the studio, and there was this beautiful, white, grand (laughs) grand piano. And Greg saw the piano, and he lit up like a Christmas tree. (laughs) And I was like, man, play that piano, man. Play that piano and he played the track and I sang and we I think we did it in three takes yeah. actually yeah. but it just it was a song that came from the core of my being then and Greg and I was able to actually get it together and we owned the song there was an offer for the song, Greg, to be done by the Place Brothers. They said they wanted to do it, mm. and I was I was hoping that that was going to be followed up on, so I could call you and say, "Greg, we're going to sell this song finally." <laughs> but that didn't happen. But uh, yes, brother, praise God, we can look wow. at changing the lyrics, Amen. and yeah,
3: I still have the original flare.
0: recording. That's why, because when 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 you were talking about the marriage, I remember the day you continue to surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Or
2: oh, I've got that in a few other recordings. so. Who was the engineer, Tony Bennett, sir? Yes. Dave Bennett. Dave Bennett. Yes. I know. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Who has moved on to bigger, bigger things. Yes. 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 Studio.
2: Another. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Wonderful conversation. I hope you're being blessed and edified, challenged perhaps by these stories. Uh, Mark, Darren, so good to have you guys uh, with us today and so good to be together again. Uh, I got to get to some more music uh, because the last time we sang together, it was the three of us and one other brother by the name of Bart. Bart Allen. Bart Allen. Allen. Who I haven't seen, I don't remember when the last time I've seen Bart, but we sang, this was the first time, this was. Right after I had arranged the song at the cross. And you guys, outside of GLT Ensemble, were the first group of guys who ever sang that song publicly. And nobody has sang it publicly since, because the last time we did it was last year here at this church, where I incorporated that song in our Easter production. Um, You guys remember singing at the cross. Absolutely. All four verses. (laughs) Can I tell a brief story? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so you remember
1: when I became minister of music at uh, Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Dallas, Georgia? Hey, you all. Uh, That was uh, a ministry position that I I accepted, and I called you up, and I said, Greg, Mm -hmm. I got this position as minister of music, and I said, I want to teach him at the cross, and you said, do you have it? I said, no, I don't have it. Well, how are you going to teach it? You said, <laughs> I said, Greg, I remember the song. I'm just yeah. going to teach them. And to my surprise, man, my male chorus did it, man. Oh. They weren't like us, but they did it.
0: And I was because that song never left my spirit, never man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never left my spirit. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, I wish I could take full credit for it. I mean, I, did, I just arranged a hymn, but... Yeah. The the message was always oh, there. The message was there, but something yeah. about something that arrangement about really mm-hmm.
1: electrified the message in the song, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And we got to see that again.
2: I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Marilyn Howard from uh, Church in Pesach has given me a CD of us doing it. Oh, really? And it's uh, it's not full, but it's most of it. And I listened to it the other day. Wow. And I said, for the first, um, but. I knew it already, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something that you just don't, right. it doesn't leave you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was a beautiful arrangement for all of us. Music plays a
0: large role, a, a significant role in our walk with the Lord. It has, mm-hmm. uh, it's plays a, it's played a significant role in our lives in general, but particularly in our walk with the Lord. Uh, how has music, how has the, the, the gospel and song kept you? Through all of your trials, your tribulations, your circumstances, your ups, your downs, how has any song kept you? Well, for me,
1: music has always been defining uh, the periods within my life Mm -hmm. as as God has grown me, as he's matured me. Uh, Yes, there were those finger-popping years, but then those finger-popping years turned into the praise and worship where I would find myself singing and shouting and glorifying the Lord as a result of the message in the song. But there's a particular song that was done by Yolanda Adams. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, I've come through many hard trials, Mm -hmm. through temptations on every hand. And so that particular song, when I heard it, I had just moved from New Jersey to Atlanta and i was getting settled and and that song came out and it was on the radio on the gospel station and i'll never forget it i just stopped the car yeah. and i pulled over and i allowed that song to minister to my heart mm. because it was like every line of that song i could relate to personally jesus yeah. kept me yeah. yeah with his power jesus kept me and she was just singing the notes off the song and i it was like at some point she was sitting in my passenger seat even it was yeah. just so real and so fast forward to during this dark period where I was all alone after separating from my wife and my children and I were estranged and whatnot. And and the Lord began to speak to me and just encouraged me that he was there, that he was there. He was present. And I was cleaning my kitchen on a particular day and I hadn't sang gospel. I hadn't sang anything. In fact, I I didn't even want to use my voice at this point in my life. And, and during this cleaning session, (laughs) That song came back to my memory, and I began to hum the lyric because I was too weak to sing it. And as a result of humming, my spirit rose up, and I began to sing, Jesus kept me and, and, and before long, the spirit of praise had come over me. And I hadn't experienced this spirit of praise in such a long time that I was just running through my apartment. And, you know, it wasn't a large space, but I just went to run and sing and Jesus kept me. And, and, and so that's what gospel music has done for me over the years. It continued to define God's presence in one way or another and gave me the ability to just connect with him. You know we, we read the word, yes. we study the word, read. we preach the word, yes. we teach the word, right. but at times it's those gospel songs, mm-hmm. and that's what's important about the message yes. you know to, ha- to have the opportunity in the forum to allow listeners yes. to hear your music, the message is what goes a lot further than yeah. a good beat,
3: yeah,
1: although a good beat does help <laughs> So I yeah, thank man. God for those messages yeah. over the years they, they've kept me. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Trials through temptations on every hand. Though Satan's tried to stop me and to place my feet on sinking. tears and all of my feet. the lord was there to keep me for he's kept me in the midst of it all
2: and i agree uh, music has been such a part of my life during the ups and downs you know uh through those times like i said change was so big for me Uh I I recall, now behold the Lamb, the precious Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Why you love me mm-hmm. so, Lord, I'll, I'll never, never know. know, the precious Lamb of God. So, you know, certain songs just, you know, throughout my life, it was Rance Allen and others that, uh, you know, <laughs> especially when it comes to any new one with the name Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. uh, Jesus is love, all these things, they come back to you and just, you know, I just thank God for him, the music because that's what goes on in my head, and I recall in Acts sixteen how Paul at midnight sang praises. Yeah. To the, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in the worst of times, that's when that melody will come in your head and say, and you just say, "Thank you, Jesus, for it." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so important. Music is important. Look at the Psalms itself. You know, yes. it, it's it says what we're not able to say. Yes,
0: vocal conversation. Yeah, in you know, conversation. Yeah. Uh, it it really does. And 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 you didn't realize this, but uh, the other night when we were talking, uh, we were skyping, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 you mentioned the song "Perfect Peace." Yes. Because see, uh, most people know the uh, um, what's his name uh, Marvin Sapp arrangement mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. But see, I remember "Perfect Peace." Yeah. From the when Keith Pringle sang it, the original, mm, okay. you know, I will keep, I will keep you in perfect peace. Oh, who's my? And so, it, it, it had that song has always ministered, ministered to me. I remember listening to that song on the radio. Gosh, man, you know, every time I talk about back then, I feel like I'm 90 <laughs> years old on the radio with static. You know, sixteen hundred, yeah, you know, yeah, WRL. Remember, remember that. Like... Yes. <laughs> you, well, know, where you, have, the you know, what we have, we have the tune. Yes. But I remember hearing that song, man, and I tell you back then it was okay to record from the radio. You yes. know, if you had a cassette player, That's you right. can pop a cassette in, and I would keep my cassette player in record mode. You right. know, It'd be yeah. stay ready because I hear that one song that I wanted to get, press, un- yeah. you know, release the pause button, yeah. and I would capture that song. And I never forget, because I, you know, we I, I didn't have the money to buy the cassette okay. then, but... Uh, or a track or whatever it was on, you know. Uh, but I remember getting that song. I remember yeah. capturing that song from the radio and, and coming to rehearsal one night and saying, we're going to learn, not not Grace, but to to GLT, GLT and, and say we're going to yeah. learn this yeah. incredible song. And I had no idea that that song was even scripture at the yeah. time. This is to show you how naive I was. I had no idea it was scripture at the time, but it so ministered to me, it so impacted me uh, to know that if I kept my mind on Him, He would keep me in perfect peace. Now I didn't understand the whole concept, but I I liked the idea yes. of Christ keeping me. Yes. I liked the idea of God being a keeper, yes. and and what that meant to even this believer who wasn't believing with any real knowledge. You know, yes. it was a yes. wonderful thought, and so that song is stay with me. And it's kept me. And I'm telling you, when when I realized that it was scripture and I realized what it meant, me- you understand? It takes Amen. on a whole yes. new connotation. It takes on a whole new meaning. It's like when you really are washed in the blood of the yes. Lamb and you know it, mm-hmm. you know, at the cross sounds different to yes. you. You know, uh, <laughs> all the blood of Jesus sounds different to you. It, it just, yeah. you, you appreciate it a yeah. whole lot more. And so. Yeah. Uh, certainly if 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 we have listeners who um love music and and love different styles and genres and it's got a beat and whatever your your thing is uh i can't encourage you enough to be looking for the message in the word of god because it, it, it brings you to a place of understanding and appreciation that is beyond the musical style and is beyond the musical brilliance it's beyond all of the chord progressions and it's beyond the rhythm you start to appreciate it a whole lot more and then when you deliver that message you are then believable because you walked in this thing you understand so you can't say i've been through many hard trials and temptations on every hand if you've never been through anything (laughs) you know and if you've never and if god has never brought you out of anything you can't say that and say that he's kept me if you've never Mm -hmm. trusted Mm -hmm. him to keep you Uh, so you gotta be walking in it uh, to be believable amen Amen (laughs) We'll
3: We'll be right back
4: (laughs) At last Ended My Savior Bleed And did A sovereign Die Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I It was at it all where a first.
0: incredible time, uh, yeah. reminiscing and so talking about the goodness <laughs> and the faithfulness yeah. uh, of our God and where we are now. Yes, sir. Um, I'm so glad you guys came in. I'm so glad you came to town. I'm oh, so glad Mark. Mark. I'm glad you finally got over yes, here. To the yes. Uh, I'm so glad to be uh, here. Thank God for you. Yeah. Now, of course we can't let you go without, uh, doing something. Um, now, I know on next Saturday, we're going to be together. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, um, today is the, what is it today? The 19th? I don't even know what uh, day of the uh, week it is. Eight, 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 it's eight, 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 the 18th. 18, 18, yes. Saturday, the 25th, we're going to be together. Uh, 24th. 24th yeah, yes. We're going to be together for the first time in, in Persaic, uh for an event at Grace Church for service yes. there. Um, and so if you're listening to this podcast after the 24th, uh, then pretend amen that we're not talking dates but on Saturday (laughs) we're going to be together we thank God for that and uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Can you sing something let's just go acapella Just, just take us somewhere take us out
6: Oh how I love Jesus Oh how I love Jesus Oh how I love
0: Jesus because he first loved me,
3: because he first loved me.
0: Take joy, my king, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a
5: sweet sound in your ear. And we also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. Check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on
0: Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timescorechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, we have singer Cheryl Rochester. And remember, if we ever put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present that unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on Music with a Mission.